Welcome to Health, Happiness and Homeopathy. Hello, my name is Madeleine Innocent. I want to help you reach your greatest potential through holistic means which are both logical and empowering. The Wisdom of the Body Louise Hay was amongst those who were instrumental in bringing to the Western world the idea that the body shows where it's unbalanced by its signs and symptoms and that you're very able able and capable of healing yourself. Traditional cultures have known for at least 6,000 years, certainly in the Chinese, that the body is an energy being with energy lines of influence and points or portals or chakras, if you like. We truly are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Things that are spiritual are unseen. Thoughts, ideas, emotions, feelings are all unseen, but nobody doubts their existence. Electricity, which is harnessed earth energy, is also unseen, but again, nobody doubts its existence. We can all be affected by somebody else's energy. Someone can drain our energy. We feel exhausted after speaking with them. And of course, that's exactly what they've done, drained our energy, so, uh, because they don't have enough. Go into a room of people where one is restless, agitated, pacing about, upset, and soon the whole room will be affected without a word said. A phys- physical experiment that occurs in every school is with tuning forks. When you set one humming, it will affect every other object within range that resonates at the same frequency. And we're no different. In fact, everything on Earth is energy. Some resonate at very low frequencies, such as rocks, stones and metallic ore, but they still resonate. They're still energy, which also means they have consciousness. The beings who resonate at higher frequencies, such as plants and animals, tend to be more sensitive. Plants, even though stationary, have to be sensitive to seasons and weather to respond in the best way they can to survive. Being able to turn your leaves to receive the maximum amount of sunlight, or minimum if they live in hot climatic regions, maximises their chance of survival. Animals who are able to move around have an additional area we need to be sensitive to, and that's injury. So we have to be alert to where we're going and what we're doing. Injury or harm isn't exclusive to the physical body. A lot of harm can be done to the psyche. And just like harm to the physical, if it's mild and the being has a good supportive immune system, Recovery can be complete with no outside help. However, just like the physical, if the harm is repeated regularly or is serious, if the immune system isn't operating as it should, this affects the being profoundly and can become trapped. And trapped energy affects everything. An example of trapped energy is when somebody keeps marrying the same type of person only to end up in a divorce court again and again. There are many energy healing practices that work on releasing this trapped energy. Homeopathy, 
chiropractors, masseurs, osteopaths and many more. Trapped energy first affects how we behave. For example, grief is a very common and natural feelings when we lose somebody close. A healthy being will recover in time. However, if the grief was deep and unsupported in a being who is vulnerable, think of a small child whose loving mother died and who had no support to help them through this difficult time. The energy will become trapped. Each consecutive grief will add to this and will be increasingly difficult to manage. The trapped energy remains in the spiritual as long as it can, but as it worsens over time, such as by repeating the same harm, consciously or otherwise, then it needs to find other outlets of release. So the physical body starts to show signs and symptoms. The area that starts to show signs can also tell you what kind of energy is trapped, and that can lead you to the original cause where it all began, or when it all began. Let's look at some of the common body parts affected. The lungs and the colon hold grief issues. The heart holds abandonment and betrayal issues, issues to do with not enough love. The liver and gallbladder hold anger, hatred, guilt, resentment. The kidneys and bladder hold fear, horror, terror. Think of the children who um, do an awful lot of bedwetting after they've witnessed something that's really affected them. Perhaps a horror story or a horror film, perhaps. The stomach and spleen hold anxiety and worry. The glands hold shock, humiliation, shame. The shoulders hold responsibility, a high burden. The legs hold back your progress, or the leg issues can hold back your progress. Eyes can limit what you can learn to move forward, so they're again holding back your progress. Left-sided problems, and I'm talking about comma, uh, repeated left-sided. You know, some people have all their problems on the left side or one side. So left-sided problems tend to be issues with female rela- relations or to nurturing. Right-sided issues tend to relate to male relations. Isn't it interesting that dogs' weak link is their heart and cats is their kidneys? And you can see that dogs tend to show love in abundance, whereas cats are easily scared. Most of this trapped energy occurs in childhood because children and the young are really vulnerable and can easily be affected. Unaware parents may not be there to help the child through this. And and even aware parents can think, well, that was too small to affect them. But children are very vulnerable and can be affected by slight slight issues. An unbalanced, diseased or overloaded part of your body shows you where the trapped energy is. If the cause was a long time ago, you may not be able to remember what it was, but your body will. Your body has a memory of everything you have experienced. You can absolutely and totally trust your body. Not so much your mind. 
But you do have to be quiet and to listen as well as to learn because the body can be quite subtle in some of its expressions. This is intuition, if you like. It's right brain. It's the unconscious, whatever you're comfortable calling it. A really neat way to help you discover secrets the body's holding that the mind has no aware of is kinesiology. Kinesiology is about asking the body for information. A common way is dowsing with either rods or a pendulum. However, there are multiple ways to get information. The sway test is by standing still, preferably with your eyes closed, and then asking your body. You'll you'll only get yes and no answers, so you have to ask simple questions. A yes will come with your body gently swaying forward, and a no comes with a gentle backward sway. This is quite a good way to do when you're in company, because nobody will notice what you're doing. There are multiple ways of dowsing. <coughs> they are also called muscle testing. And you can find them at a website called discoverhealing.com forward slash muscle dash testing. And I'll put the link at the bottom uh, in the uh, text for the for this podcast. You'll need to practice to get good at it. So don't think you're going to get good at it straight away. A common method is to use a second person. Then they try to push gently down on your outstretched arm. A yes answer and they won't be able to push the arm down. A no answer and your arm appears weak and easily drops. A psychiatrist called David Hawkins demonstrated this again and again with the same results each time. He used to do huge public demonstrations and he paired people off. Everybody had a similar looking envelope containing either a natural vitamin C powder or a synthetic sweetener in powder form. So on the outside, you had no idea what they were. The subject held the envelope to their heart and asked if this was beneficial for them. And their partner tested their outstretched arm. All the natural vitamin C tests came back yes, and all the synthetic sweeteners came back no, without exception. In homeopathy, we try to focus on the feelings somebody has. Of course, the pathology gives us good indications, but we like to have confirmations from the energetic side of the patient too. When everything points us in one direction, then we know the the prescription will be a good one. The depth of the pathology will also give us us an idea about the time it will take to fully heal. If the physical signs and symptoms have only just started, then healing is likely to be quite fast. But if the signs and symptoms started many years ago and drugs have been used to suppress these signs, then the pathology generally deepens and the time it takes to fully heal will be much longer. That's not to say you won't feel the benefit of the treatment along the way. However, your progress does need to be monitored to ensure it's going in the right direction. And that can be complicated. Many aspects need to be considered to see that, not just the area you came for. 
Feelings versus um, emotions. Emotions are the mind's interpretation of feelings. So it's not terribly accurate. <laughs> Focus on the feeling rather than the emotion. An emotion can be rather dramatic, taking away the focus of the message. Feelings are less dramatic and are simply messages from your body. You may just get a feeling not to do something, or maybe to do something. It's really good advice, but it will be advice for you or your dependents. This is what mothers of young children feel. It's how traditional people work. Australian Aboriginals are famous for going walkabout. They suddenly get a feeling they need to be somewhere else, maybe for their good or for the, for the good of a family member. And they just go. They just drop everything and go, much to the, <laughs> much to the um, huh, chagrin of their employers. This is also how animals work. Speaking of dramatics, the linear way of, life, of living, which is what we're in at the moment, tends to get us to focus on dramatics. And it's much better not to. The way not to is to stop watching television, switch off your mobile or cell phone, don't get caught up in other people's dramatic life stories. Backtrack to an easier way of life. I like easy I like simple. <laughs> Animals don't focus on the dramatics of, of life. They focus on love. And it's love that is the driving force of life. You can't see it. You can't test for it. You can't measure it. And you can't define it. So by the current scientific model, it doesn't exist. Does anybody actually doubt it does exist? So I want to leave you with a great comment from a Greek homeopath. Everything happening in the world now, we're leaving something obsolete, old. Many people leave, slipping into old age. They have no energy to go forward because it needs not only new energy, but also new forms, new modes, adjustment, adaptation including adaptation to the fast-changing world. My suggestion, this is me talking again, my suggestion is not to be overwhelmed by the idea, but to be prepared to listen to new ideas, to let go of old habits that don't serve you, to look for causes, to be sceptical with an open mind, to listen to the great master, nature, for the answers, rather than so-called experts, and to simplify your life, to appreciate what you have, to have time out just for you, and to listen, perhaps learn to listen, to your intuition. Your intuition is always on your side. To your good health, Madeleine.